The Story of Archibald by Eudora Russell. It was the week after Christmas at the North Pole, and Santa Claus's elves, after a mini vacation, came back to the workshop to start making toys and gifts for the next Christmas. Their first project was a big rubber ball. Since they were rested and in high spirits, they decided to make this ball special. They put two extra scoopfuls of bounce into it and painted a face on it. There were two big brown eyes with a merry twinkle in them, two dots for a nose, two shell-like ears, a happy smiling mouth, and to top it off, they gave his head a coat of carrot-colored hair with a cute curl on his forehead. He was so special and real, the elves decided to give him a name. Since he was their first project, they knew he would be filed under A. They thought of Andrew, Arthur, or Anthony. Just then, he was accidentally dropped, and the extra bounce they had put into him caused him to arch so high he touched the ceiling of the workshop. So the elves said, Well, he chose his own name. What else could we call him except Archie? So Archibald he became. They printed his name right under his chin. What the elves did not know was that the eyes, ears, and nose of Archie really worked, and he could hear what they were saying, see what was around him, and smell things, both good and bad. The elves' next statement put fear into Archibald's carrot-red head. He heard the elves say, it's a shame, since he is an A, that he will be filed as the bottom ball in the bottom bag in the bottom box in the warehouse under everything else until next Christmas Eve, when Santa Claus will take him to his special kid. Oh, well, I don't want to be the bottom ball in the bottom bag in the bottom box in the warehouse, thought Archie. What can I do? Before they placed him in the bag, and because Archie smiled at them so eagerly, the elves gave him a few tosses among themselves. Just then, someone opened the big warehouse door to bring in a truckload of supplies, and Archie hit the floor and bounced right out the door. It was a cold world out there. There was ice everywhere. But Archie bounced well on the ice. He bounced high and wide and saw many interesting things with his twinkling brown eyes, like herds of caribou looking for food, and occasionally, when he was bouncing low, a few polar bears that were almost as white as the ice and snow. On his high bounces, he leaped over some snow-capped mountain peaks. First he saw some small bushes, and then came forests of bigger trees. He rolled right up against one and found himself caught in a pocket between two large roots. When he was stopped, he could not get himself bouncing again. He was rather tired from all his journey, so was glad for a chance to rest. That same day, a big snowstorm developed and Archie was covered with more than a foot of snow. He thought, this is not the best situation to be in, uh, but it is better than being the bottom ball in the bottom bag in the bottom box in the warehouse for almost a year. 
He needed a good rest anyway, so we decided to pretend he was a bear and hibernate until spring. Speaking of bears, the next thing Archie knew he was being poked at by the nose of a big brown bear that had just come out of hibernation and was looking for food. The bear was curious about that orange-colored thing lodged between two tree roots. He gave Archie a big poke and sent him bouncing again, and Archie smiled happily at escaping the bear and being on the move again. He had extra energy from his long winter's nap and was soon bouncing over forests, fields, and orchards. He saw budding trees putting on their new spring clothes. He saw and smelled the lovely pink and white blossoms of the peach and apple trees. He saw the new green carpet that was sprouting in the wheat fields. It was a beautiful, wonderful world, and he thought, I wouldn't have seen any of this if I had stayed the bottom ball and the bottom bag and the bottom box in the warehouse. About this time, Archie saw he was approaching an ocean. He thought, Oh, what will I do? He was sure he could not bounce well on the water. But just then, a boat appeared and he landed on the deck. He was caught by one of the sailors. Saved again. Many people paid big prices for a cruise on the ocean, and Archie was getting one for free. It was a fishing boat, and when the crew were not busy with hauling in fish, they would throw Archie back and forth, which was fun for all. A few times, someone failed to catch him, and Archie took a swim, but they rescued him with their fishnets. Most of the time, the boat life was great, but there were a few drawbacks. One was the smell. Sometimes on a hot day, the fish smell made Archie wish his nose was not so sensitive. And a few times when the crew landed a big fish on the deck, the fish flapped with its tail right against Archie's face. That wasn't very pleasant, but it was still better than being the bottom ball in the bottom bag in the bottom box of the warehouse. When the fishing boat came to port... Archie said his farewells and began to bounce through the town until he came to a railroad where one bounce took him to the top of a freight car. About that time, the car started to move. Archie found that the top of the car was a good point from which to view the world. Instead of using his bounce to see the country, he could do it from the top of the train. He could save his bounce for the kid he hoped to find. He stayed there for several days. He saw deserts. He funneled through mountains. He saw ranches with many cattle. He saw cornfields, small towns, big cities, and much, much more. He rode that train all the way from the west coast of the country to the east coast. His eyes had seen so many sights, his ears had heard so many sounds, and his nose had smelled sweet smells and also polluted air. He couldn't talk because the elves had painted him with a closed mouth. But he still kept his big smile. He had just seen a wonderful country, after all. Just then, the train stopped with an unusually hard jerk. Archie was not on guard. The jerk threw him off, and he started bouncing again. He bounced along until he suddenly realized he was coming to an ocean again. He managed to land up against a sand dune. This dune was near a beach where children came to play. Often they would play with him. This made Archie very happy, and he wished one of them would take him home with them. But they never did. 
Each child thought that they belonged to someone else, so they left him on the beach. School started, and the weather turned somewhat cooler, so that fewer and fewer people came to the beach, and Archie was lonesome, but thought, This is still better than being the bottom ball in the bottom bag in the bottom box of the warehouse. Uh, But not much. Dark clouds rolled in overhead. Torrential rain came down. The winds became very strong. It was a hurricane. A strong gust of wind started Archie rolling and bouncing again. He bounced right down the middle of the highway. A big truck barely missed hitting him, and the driver said to himself, What in the world was that? Archie was shaking because of his narrow escape. He gave a little bounce to the side and landed right in a big pile of pumpkins at a local market. The way he landed, his face was down and his carrot-top head was all that showed. He looked almost exactly like one of the other pumpkins. For days he heard children come by to pick their choice of pumpkins for their jack-o'-lanterns, but no one chose or even noticed Archie. A new load of pumpkins was unloaded right on top of him. Lots of pumpkins were carried away by happy girls and boys, but Archie was becoming unhappy. It was hard to keep that smile on his face, and for the first time, he began to wonder if it would have been better if he had stayed in Santa's warehouse. But no, he couldn't bring himself to say, I should have stayed and been the bottom ball in the bottom bag in the bottom box. In December, it turned very cold and the owner closed the open-air market. The pile of pumpkins was still there and that night it became so cold every pumpkin froze. A few warmer days followed and the frozen pumpkins turned squishy. The squishy pumpkin got in one of Archie's shell-like ears and into one twinkling brown eye and smelled bad. It also wiped the smile right off his face. The market's owner said, I have come to get rid of this mess. He had a man with a pickup truck come by and shovel the frozen pumpkins, Archie included, into the truck to take to the dump. It was Christmas Eve and the pickup was going through part of the city to reach the dump. Archie was very sad. He was thinking, Here I am, dirty and smelly, going to the dump on Christmas Eve. Oh, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad in the warehouse. He finally brought himself to say, I wish I had stayed there and been the bottom ball, bottom bag in the bottom. Just then, kaplunk! Archie was jarred out of his thoughts and out of the truck because the truck hit a huge pothole in the street. Now in the city lived a little boy named Jax. He lived with his mother in an upstairs apartment. His kindergarten was dismissed for Christmas vacation, and Jax was eagerly awaiting Santa Claus to come. His mother worked in a store on the corner, but the morning after the hard freeze, she went out to go to work and had slipped on some ice on the street and sprained her ankle. She had been helped back up to her apartment and was able to hobble around on crutches, but could not manage the rather steep steps. A neighbor lady, who sometimes babysat and played games with Jax, had brought in the groceries that were needed and had invited them to have Christmas dinner with her. Jax's mother had read stories to him, and he had told her some of the stories he had learned at school. They had a good week together. 
but both of them were restless from being inside too long. There were two special things Jax wanted for Christmas. The first was a Christmas tree. They didn't have a fireplace where he could hang his stocking, so he wanted a nice Christmas tree where Santa Claus could leave his presents. To help entertain Jax, his mother suggested they make some decorations for the tree she hoped to get by Christmas. They made some paper chains, some bows, and a big star covered with aluminum foil for the top. His mother's ankle was improving rapidly, and she was sure by Christmas Eve she would be able to pick out a tree and get it delivered. The second thing Jax wanted for Christmas was a big rubber ball. Not just any ball, but a really nice one with lots of bounce. His mother had bought several little gifts for him and also had a nice warm jacket and cap hidden away to give him on Christmas morning. He had just about outgrown the ones from last year, but she had not been able to find the special ball and hoped Santa Claus would help her find one. Although her ankle was much better by Christmas Eve, she did not get to go shopping for the tree or the ball because the weather was so bad. The rain came down by the bucketfuls, and the wind was very gusty. She said to Jax, I'm so sorry, we won't have a tree, but it is just not safe for me to go out in this wind and rain. Jax hugged his mom and said, I can get along without a Christmas tree, but I couldn't get along without you. Christmas morning came. The rain had stopped and it had turned colder. In fact, there was a light frosting of snow on the ground and trees, which gave everything a Christmas look. Jax and his mother read the Christmas story and then opened their gifts. Jax was very proud of his new cap and jacket and the warm gloves from the neighbor lady. Jax's mother liked the pencil holder Jax had made her at kindergarten and the pretty blouse the friend gave her. Jax got several other nice toys and games, and the people at the store where his mother worked sent them a big basket of fruit and goodies. It was a nice Christmas, and Jax did real well at not showing that he was disappointed because he didn't have a Christmas tree or get a special ball from Santa Claus. After all, without a tree, Santa didn't have anywhere to leave it. Jax looked out the window at the snow-sprinkled world. Everything was very still. The street in front of them that was usually buzzing with cars had not a single one on it. Everyone was at home opening their gifts and enjoying Christmas together. There had been an old vacant building across the street from them, but the city had torn it down and planted some trees and shrubs there, trying to make a green spot on the street. Jax looked out the window and saw a little evergreen tree dotted with snowflakes. He called his mother to the window and asked, would you let me take my silver star over there and put it on that little tree? I can pretend it's my Christmas tree. Usually his mother would have said no, but since there was no traffic and Jack seemed so excited, and it was Christmas, she said, All right, if you will be very careful. He put on his new cap, jacket, and gloves. He picked up the star and started for the door. His mother reminded him to look both ways before coming and going back although no cars had been by lately. His mother was looking out the window, and just as he got to the door, she said, I see a big pothole in the street. Uh, watch out for it. Jax crossed the street very carefully and was putting the star on a limb of the tree. As he pulled on the limb, something big and orange rolled out. He bent over and picked it up. Surprise! It was Archie. 
He had a big smile on his clean face as the hard rain had washed all the squishy pumpkin off. Jax had a big smile on his face too. He came running back, almost forgetting to look both ways. Luckily, nothing was coming, and Jax came upstairs, two at a time. Look, Mother, that was my Christmas tree, and Santa Claus left my special ball there. Oh, I'm so happy. Jax had his ball, Archie had his kid. They had a very merry Christmas. The end.